Pack Box Talk, and this is Horse Stories with a Purpose. Who are we? We are equine educators, but we are owners. We are judges. We are competitors. We are coaches. We are volunteers. We are moms. We are horse owners just like you, and we want to share our horse stories with a purpose. Welcome to Extension Horses Tack Box Talk Series, Horse Stories with a Purpose. I'm your host, Dr. Chris Heine with Oklahoma State University. And today we're going to actually be talking about some youth programs, uh, specifically kind of centered around 4-H and horse judging. So my guest today, a returning guest, Dr. Kathy Anderson from the University of Nebraska. Welcome back, Kathy. Hi, glad to be here. And a new guest to the program is Kyla Zimplinski, who is a youth development specialist for Shelby County, uh, working for extension at the University of Tennessee. So welcome, Kyla. Thanks for having me, Dr. Heine. It's a pleasure. So we're going to be talking about horse judging and why it's important and, and maybe trying to get kids a little bit more excited or parents that might be working with kids to say this is a really, really worthwhile thing to do. So, uh, Dr. Anderson, I know you have been coaching for a long time. You uh, are a professional judge, all kinds of cards, and you're even doing some judging right now in Lexington. So tell us a little bit about why you think this is important. Well, you know, it's one of those fields that you just never know where it might take you. And so whether you want to do it competitively, you want to go judge horse shows, or you just want to know a whole lot more about you know, what a horse is supposed to look like. If you like to show horses, you understand so much better about what a judge looks for and how you're being evaluated. So to me, anybody that's involved with horses needs to have a good grasp of judging. And like you can use it in a, just a ton of different ways. I'm in Kentucky right now looking at yearlings that are selling um, as, for, as racehorse prospects, which is something I never dreamed I'd do. And it all comes, came, I got the opportunity to do this from some of the judging kinds of resources that I have out there. So you jump, just jump on every opportunity so you can learn, you know, and be um, very well, you know what you're talking about. So, yeah, I mean, Kathy, you've taken your, your judging experience and turned it into, I mean, part of your career as well as this super cool opportunity to watch some baby horses selling for millions of dollars, right? And you're advising on their confirmation. Yeah, I'm one of the, I'm, I'm helping consult and advise on confirmation on some horses that um, some folks that I've been working with the last two years are, are, are potentially looking at buying as racing prospects. And they look, you know, to, to do all the big major kinds of events. And so the other thing with judging, like for, with the judges cards that I've had, it's given me an opportunity to travel to places I never dreamed that I would have. Um, I've been to Canada, I've been to Alaska, <laughs> I've been to France, to Germany, you know, so you, you do a lot of stuff, and then all of a sudden, one time, you get a lot of opportunities to do some really, really cool things that you really never dreamed that you'd be able to. So, yeah, there's a lot more opportunities than a person might realize. And so we're talking about, you know, with your experience, that's what you do now professionally as an adult. But a lot of this actually gets started as um, youth. So, Kyla, you've been working with some youth groups. How do you encourage youth kids to maybe take a stab at this? So the most important thing I tell kids is it's fun. Just have fun. 
it, yes, it's a contest, but you're there to learn. You're there to meet people who are just as horse crazy as you and who also want to learn more about horse judging. And coming from also the parent perspective, I tell parents that horse judging will greatly benefit their youth in their public speaking because in 4-H horse judging, at least here in Tennessee, um, I think it's nationwide, seniors, high school youth have to give their reasoning and they have two minutes to give their spiel to the to a judge. So they have to work on their public speaking. It helps with their decision making, which as adults you have to, well, even as youth, they have to do it on a daily basis. And then also their problem solving. You have two horses that are eerily close in confirmation and performance. You still have to rank those horses first and second and solve that problem. So it really can help them in other ways. So a lot of times we just think about, oh, horse judging. Well, now you know more about horses. But like you said, public speaking, the ability to have critical thinking, decision making. And Kathy, haven't you even been involved in some research at some other kind of soft skills that this really helps develop? Yeah, you know, there's a lot of stuff out there, and we, we always try to look at some of those kinds of things. And, and we've done some research and have it documented about the different kinds of soft skills and things where these students benefit from. And it's, you know, the, the kinds of things of what she just talked about. And just on a personal note, I have seen some of my college students that were very timid, very shy, scared to death to get up and talk to anybody. And then they've gone through the judging experience, and they said, okay, yeah, now I get it. Now I can give a presentation. Now I can talk. And that might not even have anything to do with horses, but they're so much more confident about making a decision, talking about it, um, and those different types of things. So I've really seen some young folks, some young adults come out of their shell, mainly from their horse judging experience. And we've got different research articles and different things like that that really do go back and document and show those different kinds of things. Yeah, I know myself, I would probably be one of those people, the college students, I didn't get to do it as a, as a youth, kind of wish I had the opportunity, but started it in college. And oh, yes, I learned how to come out of my shell quite a bit. And you could not jam me back in it at this point in time. <laughs> so. Yeah, I noticed that. Yeah, to kind of bounce off that, I noticed that a lot with my youth. Some of them are, you see, the you know, the best part is seeing them with this horse judging become a million times, you know, over-exaggerate, a million times more confident in themselves because they're getting better with that public speaking. You can't avoid it. I'm even, you know, I'll be the one to say I have issues with public speaking, especially in front of highly acclaimed people. But, you know, with the judging and helping these youth, it's, you know, they're in turn helping me. Oh, I can see changes in like their overall self-confidence, you know, and just decision-making skills. You know, you sit there being wishy-washy, like, no, you got to make a decision and you've got a very short amount of time to do it. So I've seen, you know, that that has really been a, another big benefit is, um, you know, self-confidence, making a decision and going with it um, and, to, and to be able to say, this is why I did what I did. And, and sure, we started with horse judging, but then it, that will go on with a variety of different kinds of um settings and environments that a person might be in. Yeah, I compare horse judging. Sorry, Dr. Heine. Um, I actually give a great analogy. Horse judging is no different than when these youth go and say they will obviously down the road, they're going to have to buy a car. It's mm -hmm. almost the same print, you know, eerily similar principles with horse judging. You take those concepts, you know, they may not buy a horse for themselves for a while, but 
as young adults, college age students, they're going to have to buy a car and they're going to have, especially if they're looking at used cars, just like with horse judging, you don't want to buy a horse that's just going to be a big, a huge investment in health and upkeep. You want to buy a vehicle that doesn't require a lot of mate, doesn't require a lot of maintenance because it may cost X amount when you buy it, but in a year or so, it's going to cost you even more to, for the upkeep. And so essentially, you know, what I think I want to um, reiterate is that decision making is a skill, just the ability to practice that I make a decision and I know why I made a decision, that skill can get strengthened over time just by practicing something as simple and as fun as placing four horses. So really, really important skill for our youth kids. The other thing I think that's important to, to maybe realize that's super practical, um, Kathy, you talked about you know having it for a career, we talked about all these wonderful soft skills, but a lot of times when kids participate in these kind of programs, the whole goal is they're better at you know assessing horses and selecting horses and theoretically better able to find horses that fit for themselves and what their goals are. So have you um, observed that happening in youth kids in any of your programs? Hey, I'll defer to you to start with that one. <laughs> so Kathy's just picking the pretty ones. <laughs> <laughs> But it does. I mean, I guess, you know what I would say when I've worked with kids, um, when they already have gone through some horse judging, they don't understand or you don't get the same like, I don't know why I didn't place. Like these kids end up being yeah. pretty savvy when they know the rules and they pretty much know that, you know, they they deserve that placing then. No, I, I totally agree. And I know what I, I can follow where you're going with this. Um, you know, they, they just have a different understanding and a different level of understanding. I've actually sat with a group of parents going like, okay, you guys need to take horse judging. I need to teach you the basics about, you know, how this class is judged, how this is scored, and why this goes the way that it is. Because having that basic understanding, when you're watching your kids, it's just, it takes it to a whole different level of understanding and appreciation. Um, and so to me, then, then the kids, once they understand that, um, they can do a better job of prepping and preparing because they understand now, you know, why why a judge hurt him here or hurt him there because of simple basic kinds of things that they did incorrectly or, you know, were really, really good at and the things that you need to, to enhance because, you know, these are these are where the positives are going to be. Um, yeah. Yeah, it ends up with a lot less uh, disgruntled people at the end if if they really understand what the rules are and and how intricate all these rules are. It gives them an appreciation for you know how hard the job for a judge actually is is keeping all those straight. Exactly. Yep. So now we've kind of talked about it's super important for youth, and and we're all big advocates would really promote this for the youth, but it's sometimes maybe a little challenging or intimidating because it's typically not kids teaching themselves often the barrier is adults trying to figure out how to teach kids to do horse judging so i need some advice for my parents adults volunteers how would they get started in helping kids do this i can take that one to start off with go for it so luckily 
you know, the silver lining to the COVID pandemic is now more training formats, resources have been moved online. So I tell parents, you know, start off with YouTube or livestock uh, judging.com have great videos for horse for horse judging. Just search horse judging FFA 4H and you'll usually get a whole smorgasbord of playlist of different types of horse judging classes, halter mares, halter geldings, hunter in hand, you name it. They're all they're all there. And some videos give the placings, placings and reasonings behind them. I also tell parents when you're taking your youth to their riding lesson or you're just at the barn, while they're riding or you're watching other people ride, just slowly, you know, evaluate the rider and the horse, how they're doing their performance. Um, it's not something you're going to learn overnight. It's not. It takes practice, practice, practice. And as my youth said yesterday during our meeting about horse judging was, don't beat yourself up if you don't get the placings exactly right. You know, everyone has a different opinion. It just takes practice and practice to get into that professional judge's mindset. You know, I tell these youth, you, you're learning. The judges have been doing this longer than, you know, for a very long time. So they have those years of experience. You will get there at one point if you keep going at this. And I tell them there are plenty of judges you can ask how they got started and a good chance will be they say they started with 4-H FFA horse judging. So that's yeah. what I tell parents is it's just practice, practice, learn alongside them. Uh, they, they'll love seeing you learn and discover when you're watching videos or you're at horse shows or at the barns watching performances go on. I even do that at my riding lessons at shows I do. I watch my fellow competitors and I get in that professional judge mindset and I try to rank the class in, in my own head. Yeah, it's a lot of practice. And and that you're right, practicing, practicing will will make you better at it. Now, Dr. Anderson, I know you want to jump in here because I know you've got a list of resources you are ready to go with. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, and you guys are exactly right. It's it's getting in there and trying to find some of the really good resources. And she's exactly right. When we came through COVID, we did realize a need. Um, our Extension Horses Group, which is a national group of horse specialists that, that do stuff, we got pretty good and started learning how much interest there really was in horse judging. And, um, and so we put together a wealth of information and actually had a graduate student do a project that we developed a really good um, starter, starter pack and starter point for folks interested in horse judging. And so if a person wanted to look, at, look it up, it's called Horse Judging Basics, Coaches and Teams. And this is really for the very, very people, very, very just getting started. And we've got a couple different modules on there um, about what actually is a horse judging contest. Um, there is also one that will lead you through and, and walk you through how to prepare all reasons. And it's perfect for a person that wants to coach and or uh, a, an individual that wants to get in to, to learn how to do some of these kinds of things. Um, another module that's in there um, is the very basics of confirmation and how to evaluate halter or confirmation judging. And we've got some other pieces in there that we're calling a starter pack as far as, you know, the mechanics of judging halter class, um, some things about football sequences, 
uh, horse parts. There's some different judging manuals from some different institutions. And so it's a really, really good place for people just to get their feet wet and just to get started. And then the other one I'll mention, and that, that one is out there all the time. Um, you can buy a subscription. Um, you can also, it's a partner with a, the American Paint Horse Association, their Horse IQ um, resource. And so we've got some starter stuff. Horse IQ has a lot of resources on there about judging, how to judge various different classes. And so that's out there and ready to go and available for any time. You can either buy a six-month subscription or a 12-month subscription. Um, Dr. Heine is involved with another one we do that is really a, a, a kind of a virtual judging um, camp that we do in the spring. And so that goes over uh, about six weeks in the springtime and the wintertime that we do some different classes and have use a, a chance to do oral reasons and things like that. So, yeah, there's a lot of stuff out there, and, and a person can just needs to kind of be pretty judicious about hunting and looking it up and, and, and communicating from different groups about where those resources are at. Yeah, and we'll definitely put the links to all of the things that we put together. And and yes, shameless plug, we have built a lot of these uh, through Extension Horses. Can We've I also got, add yeah. something? Oh yeah, go ahead. Yeah, another thing that also been helping my 4-Hers is talk to local riding barns. Um, this past year, my riding barns, and I'm going to give a shout out to Beanie Cone at Hunter's Edge, and then Caitlin uh, at Massar Stables, more than likely that, you know, if you ride there, you know someone there and you just ask ahead of time, they are willing to host 4-Hers, FFA students at their barns to practice horse judging. You know, Beanie and Caitlin, my trainers, were more than happy to go out of their way, and I can't think of enough to host my 4-Hers this past spring and summer for their contest, and that really help them get that hands-on practice, especially with hunter-type horses, since most of my kids do uh, stock-type uh, Western riding. And they walked away, you know, my senior team walked away with a reserve grand champion, and my senior, Eliza, walked away overall grand champion at the Open State Horse Judging Contest. And they say the in-person judging really helped them. Yeah, and you can, uh, you, a lot of our industry professionals are pretty generous um, in, you know, trying to give back to the youth because they realize, like, if we don't get that youth involvement, um, you need the people being interested as young people so that you can still have them as adults and amateurs um, later on. So, uh, yeah, reaching out to people, um, you know, it always, you know, if you have a, a college that does um, any horse judging around you, a lot of times those uh, college students may be great resources as well if, if they're trying to give back and do a little bit of community service. Um, and again, we'll put a lot of the links in the show notes. We've got practice horse judging contests. Um, we try to make sure that they are you know, of the level that are good for the novice judges. So not just, you know, world show level horses, but kind of what they would see. Um, Kathy, don't we have sample questions in there? I mean, it's more than just a video of some four horses. We've got questions and critiques and reasons. It's a pretty full um, set for our practice horse judging. Yeah, we've tried to make it, make it real user-friendly and real educational. So like you can take it and you can um, place the class you, if you're a coach, you can ask them questions. You can have them do all reasons. Then there's another piece of each of those deals that, yeah, there are questions in there with the answers. We've also videoed um, critiques and stuff of the class. 
So if you don't know anything about horse judging, you can show it to your kids, they can place it, and then you can let those that are have already recorded tell you the placing of what the class should be. So it's, yeah, it's set up there for folks to use in a lot of different ways to hopefully make it very simple and less intimidating for, say, a, an adult who wants to help these kids that doesn't really know, know how to do some of these classes, a resource that they can use. So what else um, would you have advice for, again, the parents, because I doubt this is the podcast a bunch of um, youth kids and you know, 12-year-old are going to listen to, but what advice would you give to parents that are like, you know what, I really think um, I would like to be involved, or other people that want to just try to start helping and volunteering for 4-H? I, I think folks just need to kind of throw it out there, and then also think about the time of the year that you might start some of these activities, you know? Gather those kids together in the fall and in the winter when they're interested in their horse deal, but maybe whatever part of the country you're in, it's not so in, in conducive to go out there and ride a bunch. And that's where we see that we can get a lot of folks started on some of these kinds of things. You lay the groundwork, you lay the basics, you get them intrigued and interested, and then um, you build on some of these kinds of things as the weather gets nicer. You can either go to shows, you can take horses out, they can ride, they compete. And so um, kind of try to fit it in when maybe the kids aren't quite as busy running around and doing all kinds of outside activities. Because we have seen in a lot of stuff we do that we get the best attendance in, say, the wintertime, um, you know, when, when they're, they're sponges for information and it's just going to fit their schedule better to do it at different times of, year, of the year. Yeah, you bet. I know if it's a if it's a contest between judging horses and riding them, I know which one typically. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly right. Exactly right. You know, and try to fit it in and, and integrate it within. Um, we used to have a 4-H group when my kids were young, and so we we kind of integrate it within at times. Um, you know, and mix it up and try to keep it light and fun, so it wasn't so. Um, you know, that they that they look forward to it. And, like, we would have a riding practice, and we talk about, you know, what they did good or bad and, and how you would maybe use this as a set of reasons and things like that so you can kind of incorporate it in without just banging them over the head with it. Yeah, sneak it in. Okay. Uh, so my advice with, you know, from the parents' perspective with horse judging, is, as I said earlier, and uh, Mr. David Terrell, the judge who came with yesterday, and he gave this great pearl of wisdom is keep it fun, keep it fun, keep it engaging. I tell parents, you know, learn alongside your youth, you know, you be as interested as them, because if they see you're having fun with it, they're going to jump on it more so. I know it's challenging, but think of it like a game when you're ranking the horses, Um between you and your youth, you know, you, you rank it this way and then challenge your youth to rank it that way. It kind of, you know, creates that healthy camaraderie. And, I, you know, one thing I never do with, uh, you know, I always do plenty of coming as a 4-H agent with my adult volunteers, club leaders, and parents is I never stop thanking them for their support because they're, transporting their youth from point A to point B, um, which is the biggest, one of the biggest barriers with getting these youth from contest to contest across the region and the state. I always give them thank you cards. Um, I say thank you probably way too much than what they want to hear. I brag about them anywhere I go. I always tell people in my county just how amazing my 4-H, you know, the Ghost Rider parents are with supporting the youth, supporting 
my ideas with what the youth want to do. So coming from the 4-H agent perspective, that would be my advice with from the parent, you know, 4-H side. It's just jump in there and go for it. Yeah. And oh, just oh, keep it fun. That's the most important. You know, you always want to keep it fun. Yeah. Very yeah. I, like I said, it's like it's a game, <laughs> a fun <Yeah>. game. <laughs> well, I hope we've convinced some people to at least think about it. And again, don't be intimidated. We have so many resources to help you out. Um, you don't have to be able to judge you know, 10 world show finalist horses and know which is the best, you know, from the war. Like, that's just not how we start um, youth judging contests and programs. Uh, but you would be amazed if we start them out right, just what confidence these kids can have, how they can grow into such confident young adults that are not worried about speaking in front of people and just young adults that are really able to make decisions and have great communication skills and critical thinking skills. So my hat's off to anybody that, that tries it. It's well worth the effort. Um, and again, if you need help, we're here for you. All right. Well, thank you guys very much for joining us today. Kathy, we'll let you get back to evaluating some pretty fancy uh, yearlings that are talking in the background there. Um, hopefully, yeah. perfect for this yeah. video. Hopefully you pick the next well, derby winner out. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be fun. <laughs> it would be fun. So thank you guys very much. Thanks. All right. And this has been another edition of our Tech Box Talk for Stories for the Purpose. Thank you guys. Thank you.